0: Good morning and welcome to Practicing His Presence with Elder Gail OSB. It is a glorious morning and I do rejoice in it. I am so exceedingly glad that I serve a risen Savior, Jesus Christ, our Lord. He is all in all. He's everything. He is glorious. He is exalted. He is God all by himself. Well, this morning, I just thank God that I am in his presence and I just take this moment to share with you a word about the spirit of infirmity because healing is the children's bread. I find more and more as I begin to speak to people, they are going through certain afflictions, certain pains in their body, um, in their lives, certain diseases that the enemy has put upon them. Even as they are moving into their senior years. And see, that's not the will of God. The Bible tells us that it's with long life that he will satisfy you and show you his salvation. It doesn't say that he's going to get you to a certain age and then that's it. No, God gives long life. Healing and health is his bread for the children of God. But you must appropriate that. And how? Through your faith. Knowing that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we can ask or think because it's according to the power that works in us. See, God has a purpose for your life. And I really believe that when you are keyed in, locked into that purpose that he has for your life, there's nothing that's going to take you out of here. But you have to spend some time with the Lord. You have to make it your daily bread, your daily practice to be in his presence, to seek his face, to dig out his truths concerning your life, concerning your healing. Oh, God has so much in store for us. I'm going to just spend a few minutes. I just want to read to you scripture from the Bible concerning your healing. Jehovah Rapha, he is our healer. In the New Testament, St. Luke chapter 13, verse 10, it speaks about healing a woman on the Sabbath. And see, God, He doesn't prescribe when you're going to get healed, but you just know you will be made whole. You have to believe it by faith. Verse 10 says, He was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And there was a woman who, was, who had a spirit of infirmity. So if it was a spirit of infirmity, it wasn't her spirit. It wasn't the Holy Spirit. It was a demonic spirit. And she had that spirit for 18 years. And the Bible says that she was bent over and could not straighten herself up. And when Jesus saw her, he called her and he said to her, woman, you are loose from your infirmity. So he couldn't get that out of his eyesight. He couldn't say, oh, it's the Sabbath. I'm going to ignore it. You know, she can come back on another day, but no, he said, oh my God. Cause what was his, his, his whole mission and, and his whole reason for being on earth is to what to seek and save the lost. How, how is he going to just ignore a daughter on the Sabbath who needed his help. So then the Bible says in verse 13, then he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight. (laughs) So in other words, he just touched her. And when he did that, her body just began to rise up until she was erect. And she knew that spirit no more had authority over her. His powers were broken. It was driven out. See, Jesus cast that spirit out. He just laid hands on her. He spoke a word and laid his hands. And what did she do in response? She said, Hallelujah! She began to glorify God. <laughs> oh, I love this. He says, but the rulers of the synagogue answered with indignation. Because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the people. See the the rulers began to talk. Because they were upset about that. Jesus was doing something contrary to their practices. So he says to the people that were there. "There," In this scripture. There are six days in which man ought to work. Therefore come and be healed on those days. But not on the Sabbath. Oh and Jesus answered him. Because Jesus didn't come to conform. To the religious leaders. Or whatever they had in place. As uh, their interpretation of God's laws. But Jesus came. To make better those laws. He came to abolish some. And to put new practices in place. Where God could be one with man. He was coming to restore the relationship that was lost. So Jesus says, you hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? Then should not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound These 18 years be loose from this bond on the Sabbath. Now, because of your religious laws, you'd rather see this woman continue to go through affliction and she's been like this for 18 years. Now, my question is this, how come they didn't lose her? How come they didn't set her free? Because they didn't have the power and the authority to do so. Oh, yeah. See, and and the Bible says, verse 17, when he said this, when Jesus said these words to them, all of his adversaries, so they were against him, were ashamed. They put their heads down. They realized, oh, he he spoke the truth. We, 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 We go water our donkeys and make sure our animals are taken care of. But we don't want to take care of the people. Oh my goodness. And all the people rejoice for all the glorious things that were done by Jesus. See, the people recognize they needed help. You sit in the midst of a place, you're sitting in a midst of a church that doesn't believe in healing, that doesn't believe in laying on of hands. That doesn't believe of speaking a word of life into your life to break the very powers of darkness off of you and cause you to be made whole. That's what the Bible's all about. That's what coming to God is all about. It's not to hear a lot of religious rhetoric, but it's to experience the power of God in your life. My God. See, the same potential, the same works that Jesus did, he left that in the earth for us. That's why the Holy Spirit is so necessary. So when you say that you have the Holy Spirit, that he is with you, then you have power. You have power to cast out devils. You have power to heal the sick. God gives that to you. He releases that to us as born again believers, but it's through our faith. So we don't have to be weak Christians. We don't have to walk around with the spirit of infirmity bent over saying, somebody help me. You know, I was praying yesterday and the scripture with them about the man who was laying on his mat. By the pool of Bethesda. And he was waiting for someone to come and put him in. He says, but tells, tells Jesus, but nobody will put me in. Nobody will help me. See, but he didn't have the faith on his own because you had to be the first one to get into the water in order to be healed. So he sat there year after year, after year, after year, waiting to, to, to have the opportunity To be the first one to enter into the pool. And that never happened. You know, but by the authority of Jesus Christ, when Jesus says, arise, get up, pick up your mat and walk. He spoke into his life. And those demons had to loose him and let him go. That spirit of infirmity had to loose him and let him go. No longer was he a paraplegic, but now he had the ability to walk it out, to walk. And again, here's the religious folk. Here's the religious authorities saying, who gave him permission to do that? Why are you walking? How did this happen? You know, sometimes we we go to the wrong people asking for help. Pray for me. Pray for me. See, God wants you to be able to, number one, pray for yourself. But number two, he says, call on the elders of the church. Go to those who are spiritually able and apt to bring deliverance to you that he has chosen and selected. He didn't say, go to a psychic, go to a soothsayer, a palm reader. He didn't say to go to your neighbor down the street, Sally, but he said, go to the church. You see many people neglect to do it because they just don't know. You know, we, we perish because of ignorance. We just don't know. Wow. Well, this morning, I'm just going to say a, a prayer for you. And I thank God for your lives. I I pray that God will manifest in his, in your lives mightily that whatever affliction, whatever infirmity that you're going through, that you shall be delivered and set free by the powers of God. I pray right now that God will permeate your, your very place where you live, that the Holy spirit will enter into your very room the very place where you are and began to touch you and to bring healing to you. I pray that you would this morning will pick up your bed and walk, that you will walk out of the situations that you're in, that you will be healed in the inner man. Every affliction, every pain, every tormenting spirit must leave you today. In the name of Jesus. So in Jesus' name, I bind up Satan and all his demonic spirits of infirmity. I bind and break the powers of negative reports. Because the Bible says, whose report will you believe? We believe the report of the Lord. I thank you for faith for each and every person who is listening to this message today. That their faith will increase, rise up in them, and they will know that God cares about them. You will know God cares for you. So I bind up and cast out all illnesses, all infirmities, diabetes, cancer, tumors, cysts, lupus, heart attacks, strokes, stress, high blood pressure, scoliosis, any affliction that the doctor has said, you call it out. You command that spirit, tell it to go get out. He has no authority in your life. And today, Lord, we close the door to every disease and we seal the door with the blood of Jesus. We send forth healing into the bodies of your people. We thank you for your healing power. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that cleanses and purifies your people. We release the anointing and the power of Jesus Christ over each and every life today. We thank you for balance in their body. We thank you that their bodies shall function in the perfection that you have created it to function. We thank you, God, because you send your word and we send it today. To heal every disease. So Lord, we know your word. It is written into every cell of your body. And we speak healing and life into every fiber of the beings of each and every person today. We say by his stripes. By the stripes of Jesus Christ, you are healed. You shall live a long and prosperous life. We declare the works of the Lord over you today. We reverse every curse and we nullify the poison that was even come into the family bloodline. We cancel words spoken against you from any persons. We cut out all negative soul ties that have even caused you to receive illnesses and infirmities into your body. We stand separate and apart. We cancel every assignment of the enemy off of your life today. And we release the Holy Spirit and call forth angels of God to fight for you in the realms of the spirit. So today, Lord, we thank you for each and every person who listens to this message. We ask you to bless them let your face and your grace be upon them. Father, guide them into all truths, even show them places to go. Father, churches that, that have the spirit of Christ that are teaching and that are delivering your people. I thank you for each and every listener today to God be the glory in Jesus name. Amen. Well, that's the end of this session today. And I look forward to this time again, to be able to speak a word in season to him that is weary. May God bless you.